The Grandmother Stories Seeking Light in Dark Times Hello, I'm Katherine Matheson. Writer, grandmother, crone, aspiring wise woman. I've walked this earth through six decades and even the fools among us can see the situation in this world that our children will inherit is dire. This podcast is for my grandchildren to share my deepest secrets, the lessons I've learned, and the brilliant pieces of incredible joy I've managed to find even in my darkest hours. I'm sending this out to all of you, dear grandchildren, because I know you have come into this life with a purpose, just like every single child on the planet today. It's easy to forget sometimes that your voice, your gifts, your insights, Your presence in the world matters. The world needs your light because we are all seeking light in dark times. Episode 16, Remembering Your Ancestral Magic. How to Unlock the Keys to Your Light Welcome to the second in a series of three episodes about ancestral memories. This month, August 2023, holds two full moons, in addition to a new moon. In our last episode, during the first full moon, we looked at how genetic memory works. In this episode, during the new moon, we will explore ways to find your internal keys to unlock your hidden ancestral memories. And then during the second full moon this month, during the blue moon, we will look at how to apply this knowledge as it begins to surface. The concept of ancestral memory is a fascinating one for science. Some call it epigenetic memory. In April 2018, Sinja Dean reported on the findings of a team of European scientists in an article for Science Alert that scientists have observed epigenetic memories being passed down for 14 generations. Their findings showed events in the lives of our ancestors may influence how and when memories may be triggered in our own lives. One member of the team, Adam Clausen, from the Pompeu Fabra University in Spain, and a member of the European Molecular Biology Organization said, quote, We don't know exactly why this happens, but it might be a form of biological forward planning, end quote. Further study of this phenomenon has uncovered even more exciting news, suggesting memories are passed along through many more than 14 generations. In July 2023, yes, just last month at the time of this writing, Another team of scientists announced that genetic origins of learning and memory can be traced back 650 million years. This team, led by Dr. Roberto Feuda from the University of Leicester Department of Genetics and Genome Biology, discovered the genes we use for learning and memory and other complex behaviors originated about 650 million years ago. Dr. Feuda says this discovery may help science better understand how humans evolved to adapt to what is known as the Cambrian explosion. 
this era, quote, which gave rise to the largest diversification of life for most major animal groups alive today by providing the flexibility of the neural circuits to facilitate interaction with the environment, end quote. Perhaps as important as the ability to learn and remember is the ability to adapt, and in May of 2020, the University of Michigan published the results from a study undertaken by some of its biologists and scientists in China. They reported in an article titled, Past is Prologue, Genetic Memory of Ancestral Environments Helps Organisms Readapt, the discovery of an important function of genetic memory. Senior author of the study and a professor in the University of Michigan's Department of Ecology and Evolutionary Biology, Jianzi Zhang, wrote, These findings reveal a mechanism by which past experience affects future evolution. End quote. Dear grandchildren, while none of these findings can tell us definitively that the memories of our ancestors are tangible things we can access, Science is circling ever nearer to the realization that ancestral memory could be just as important an inheritance as the color and texture of your hair or the shape and length of your bones. Ancestral memory could be what made the difference in their survival and in the fact that you exist here and now. And as the world becomes increasingly chaotic with huge shifts in climate and other critical events, it could be that ancestral memory will make a difference in helping you to adapt and grow and even thrive through changing world conditions. I believe it will be our sense of wonder and our receptiveness to allow for deep inner perspectives to show themselves that will make a difference in helping us to live through the intensity of the days ahead. Once, in the time of magic, in a place called the Brilliant Land, Comina and Merlin stood in the center of a group of students who were gathered within the woodchant. The woodchant was a place of ceremony and gathering, a vast green space ringed by giant oak trees set within a forest filled with venerated oak and yew and hawthorn and hazel trees, all of them now brimming with late summer nuts and berries. Of the more than 300 students gathered, most of whom had come from many lands, one cohort was filled with those who were in their 11th year of their studies, and who all had another nine years to go before their studies would be complete. Not quite 20 years of age, these students were known as the Elder Tree Cohort, which was fitting. This class of more than 40 individuals held many who Kamina and Merlin believed would be among the greatest keepers of their time. For just as trees provide a bigger harvest of nuts before a harsh winter, the promise within these students would unfold to meet the coming of a dark time for their people. They had all come all the students of this school of wisdom and all its teachers to the woodchant in the full dark of this new moon on a night when only the stars and the planets would witness the coming work. This moment of full dark within the earth's turning 
represents the furthest reaches of the deepest descent into the place where all things are rooted, where all foundations can be set, where all knowledge begins, and where all magic is born. On this night, the large circular carved stone bowl set on the natural rock outcrop in the center of the clearing holds a single large clear crystal. There are striations across four sides of the natural facets of the crystal, which fills the bowl and also stands about three feet or a full meter above the lip of the bowl. This crystal is known as the Wisdom Stone, and it holds a memory of every new moon working of the people since its first use more than 300 generations ago. It will be covered and returned to its secret place to be guarded by the Wisdom Stone keepers following this ceremony. For a long time before the ceremony begins, only the sounds of the natural world can be heard. Each student and teacher and keeper is silent. One young woman in the elder tree cohort named Linnea nudges the student next to her as the elementals begin to arrive, hovering above them in the glowing colors of their various kinds and moving to float within the energies of the students and the keepers they are most aligned with. Neve nudges her back and smiles, looking up at the air and wood elementals gathering above their own heads. It never gets old, this thrill of connection. Linnea can feel a giddy warmth filling her from head to toe. The small crystal she holds, similar in clarity and with its own facets and striations, is beginning to tingle in her hand. She knows every person there is holding their own version of this small crystal and that it is likely they are feeling their crystals tingle, too. Linnea's mind wanders to the unbelievable news Kamina had told them earlier today as they were preparing for the ceremony. It was about a message she had received from the Galactic Center, it had been a foretelling about the fate of her people. Before this generation of young ones turns old, there will be a wave of invasion so complete that we will be overwhelmed with it, Kamina had said. And although we may survive, and our children will live to carry on, the next generation will be born into a world unlike anything we know today. Kamina had looked down as the students had cried out. She did not look up again until Merlin stepped forward and put a hand on her shoulder. When she did, there were tears in her eyes. After that, there will come a time when all the knowledge we hold will be forgotten. When all we have worked so hard to learn and to remember will be considered a fable and any who believe in it still, and those who try to do all they can to keep the memory of this knowing alive will be persecuted. Her voice wavered. Now Merlin spoke. This is why we will rededicate ourselves to our practice, to call what we know, to set it strong, to call it and to send it forward 
to send it from all of us who stand here in this place and who work this magic in this time, to send it forward into the fabric of time, into the hearts of all our children in the centuries and the millennia ahead, to send so strong a calling that it becomes its own new and vital thread to be woven right into the cells of our bodies so that our stories are passed along regardless of what comes to crush us or to stop our knowledge and wisdom from being passed along. This will be the work we will begin on this new moon. Linnea squared her shoulders. The work they began this night would be powerful. If Comina and Merlin had not believed they were ready, they would not be here. She was determined to do her best. She focused on her breath and went into her calm inner space. The silence deepens. Into this deep and quiet watchfulness, the magic begins to rise. Into this charged and waiting atmosphere, the wisdom stone keepers begin to chant. Their voices weave together in beautiful tones, rising and falling in unison. Each word seems to melt into the next. Each wave seems to hover and echo on and on until the wisdom stone begins to glow. And the glow becomes brighter as the chanting continues. And now, as the stone glows ever brighter, Every person in the clearing presents the small crystal they are holding, now cradling it in two hands at chest height. And each small crystal begins to glow now, too, answering the call of the wisdom stone, and then connecting it with the energies of the person holding it until the glow in the wood chant becomes bright enough to illuminate each face. Linnea can feel a crackling energy race from her feet and from the top of her head to meet at her heart and then run through both arms and into her hands as her light connects with the small crystal in her hands. Then she feels the wisdom stone energy the crystal is holding. And it is as if she is looking down a long and brightly lit pathway that contains every bit of knowing that every one of her ancestors has ever held. It is a river of deep and beautiful light, and it is flowing toward her, rushing to find its way to her. She breathes deep as the river of light roars in its headlong rush to get to her. Linnea knows what to do. She breathes in the deep calm of the ground beneath her feet, sending strong, thick lines of her own energy to follow and rooting it deeper than the furthest reaches of the roots of the great oaks all around her. Then she breathes in once more, taking in the deep calm of the sky and the stars overhead, sending long shooting lines of her own energy as far as she can send it high into the sky, as far as the highest reaches of the branches of the highest canopy of the wood chant.
and then, with her next breath, she breathes in the river of light as it finds her and pours into her and fills her body and her mind and her soul, wrapping her in the exquisite brilliance of the highest vibrations of ancestral knowledge as it flings this one small thread of its magnificence, this one small thread that is a river to her, this small thread that is brimming with words and stories and songs and symbols and faces and names and events and more stories. And she breathes it all in, allowing it to spin through her and to carve every single detail into each and every part of her as she holds fast, standing quite still, enraptured. And then the river slows and the flow stops, even though she can still see it stretching further back, as far back as she can see, and she knows it has done all it may do, and that her light has expanded to its outermost capacity. She acknowledges this extraordinary gift with a hand to her heart, still staring at her crystal. The chanting of the wisdom stone keepers stops and the brilliant glow of the wisdom stone slowly begins to dim. When its light is completely gone, the glow also leaves Linnea's crystal. Dear Grandchildren, To access the light codes which embody the part of the river of knowledge you have inherited from your ancestors, may I suggest the following three steps. First, if any of this resonates with you, allow yourself to accept the knowledge that you are a vessel filled with the wisdom and goodwill of all the best traits of your ancestors. Second, ask for the highest and best of the wisdom and goodwill and knowledge of your ancestors. Ask for their highest and most light-filled qualities to show themselves and ask that only the knowing that is for your highest good and well-being may come through. Third, breathe with them. Once you have accepted the knowing and then asked for only the highest and most highly vibrational light-filled qualities to be shown to you, Spend a little time each day breathing, as if you are in fact one of your chosen ancestors. This episode has explored ways to find your internal keys to unlock your hidden ancestral memories. When the second full moon for this month arrives, the blue moon of August 2023, we will explore how you might want to apply this knowledge as it begins to surface. Thank you for listening to episode 16 of The Grandmother Stories. See you soon. This podcast is for my grandchildren. To share my deepest secrets, the lessons I've learned, and the brilliant pieces of incredible joy that I've managed to find, even in my darkest hours. I'm sending this out to all of you, dear grandchildren, because I know you have come into this life with a purpose just like every single child on the planet today. It's easy to forget sometimes that your voice, your gifts, your insights, and your presence in the world matters. The world needs your light because we're all seeking light in dark times.